in three, in two, and one. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this podcast today. I appreciate it. It's good to be with you. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate, and we call this one, Did You Mislead Your Client Today? Misleading in USPAP has the definition of, quote, intentionally or unintentionally misrepresenting, misstating, or concealing relevant facts or conclusions. Now, we're going to spend a little bit more time on this later in the podcast, but what I wanted you to understand was this. Did you report your appraisal per standard rule 2-2A, which is the reporting standard for an appraisal report, or did you report it per standard rule 2-2B, which is the reporting standard for a restricted appraisal report? To promise one but provide the other is misleading, something we generally would like to avoid. So is there a difference between stating you reached a conclusion and summarizing how and why you arrived at that conclusion? If you write appraisal reports, and that's what appraisers do, there is a significant difference and we have to be aware of it. Standard Rule 2-2A uses the words summarize and explain a lot. Standard Rule 2-2B uses the word state a lot. And what's the difference? Why is there a difference? Because Standard Rule 2-2A is the appraisal report writing standard, whereas 2-2B is the restricted appraisal report writing standard. And that distinction leads us to the difference in the two reporting options. If you merely state facts and conclusions, you have given the client a restricted appraisal report. An example of to state is, quote, the property's highest and best use is residential, unquote. There's no summary. There's no explanation. In other words, that is how you would report your appraisal in a restricted appraisal report format, Standard Rule 2-2B. Whereas Standard Rule 2-2A12 says, relative to highest and best use, that the appraiser has got to state the highest and best use opinion, but then summarize the support and rationale for that opinion in the report. This summary is not a requirement of 2-2B, the restricted appraisal report, the restricted appraisal report reporting standard, but rather of 2-2A. 2-2A. 2-2B, and this happens to be 2-2B14, says state the highest and best use opinion. It doesn't say anything else. It doesn't say summarize it. It says state it. Therefore, the support and rationale for that conclusion would have to be in the work file if anybody wanted to see it in the future. To write, quote, under the zoning of the subject's highest and best use is residential, unquote, but stop there is to make a statement, but with no support and rationale for that statement. It may be in the work file. That's okay. If you're reporting under 2-2A, then you have got to include the support and the rationale in the report you have for that conclusion. Try this one, quote, the subject's highest and best use as improved is in the present improvements because, and then you list the reasons that you came to that conclusion. That is a summary. That's what 2-2A looks for. Try this one, quote, the subject property is in a desirable market, unquote. 
Now, we're just going to ignore the potential racial overtones of that for this discussion. The point is that statement needs a summary of the explanation of why and how you concluded the subject was in a desirable neighborhood. What is it? Are the prices going up? Do listings last one day before they go under contract? What is it? We have to support the concept of a desirable market, not merely state that the market is desirable. Consider this one, quote, the subject is in good condition, unquote. Okay, maybe it is, but why? This needs a summary explanation of why it's in good condition. What makes its condition good? Has it been recently repainted? Has the carpet all been replaced? Have walls been moved to modernize the floor plan? Has the plumbing been completely replaced? Has the wiring been completely replaced? What is it that puts the subject in good condition? We have to explain that when we're writing an appraisal report. If we're writing a restricted appraisal report, we don't. Consider this statement, quote, the subject is effectively 12 years old, unquote. This is a statement of fact that needs a summary explanation of why and how you got to that conclusion of effective age. Typically, that comes from your analyses in the cost approach, although there are other ways to get there. In Standard Rule 1-3a, the comment, USPEP gets all excited about an appraiser supporting an estimate of effective age. Why? Because it's simply that highest and best use is, in part, a function of effective age. Therefore, for the highest and best use conclusion to be credible, your estimate of effective age must be equally credible as well. Standard Rule 1-4 uses the word analyze or analyzing 11 times. Therefore, to report the results of these analyses under Standard Rule 2-2a requires the appraiser to summarize the scope of those analyses, not merely state the appraiser engaged in them. You put in three to nine comps in any given appraisal report. Do you state those sales are comparable, or do you summarize how and why you concluded those particular sales were comparable to the subject? In other words, do you summarize how and why you arrived at the conclusion those particular sales had the same highest and best use as the subject, therefore were capable of serving as analogs for its market value? Merely to state a conclusion merely to state something at all is the hallmark of a restricted appraisal report. To summarize the explanation of how and why you arrived at a conclusion or an opinion is the hallmark of an appraisal report. So if your reports contain summaries of how and why you arrived at a conclusion, not merely a statement that you arrived at the conclusion, then you have not misled your clients. Indeed, you have enlightened your clients through that explanation. Clients are willing to pay big bucks for that. Therefore, merely to state a conclusion in an appraisal report, rather than to summarize how and why you arrived at it, is to conceal relevant facts or conclusions, which by definition is misleading in an appraisal report, but fine in a restricted appraisal report, which, quite frankly, appraisers don't write very often.
To keep the state appraisal board off your back, if your client expects an appraisal report, in other words, something under Standard Rule 2-2A, then your client expects you to summarize how and why you arrived at a conclusion or an opinion. Your client does not inspect you merely to state the fact that you did. That would be a restricted appraisal report under 2-2B. So when we ask the question, did you mislead your client today? If your client expects an appraisal report, your client has the right to expect an explanation, a summary of how and why you arrived at a conclusion. If your client expects a restricted appraisal report, then it's necessary merely to state that you arrived at a conclusion. So, did you mislead your client today? Let's hope not. Let's hope that if your client asked for an appraisal report under Standard Rule 2-2A, that's exactly what you gave the client. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. Thank you for sitting down with me today to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. If I can ever be of help to you, please get in touch with me, Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be a pleasure to work with you. It will be an honor to know you. I look forward to that opportunity. Thank you. Please let me extend my best to you and all of yours. And we're clear. No, we're not. No, we're not. Sorry about that. Got one more question. Are your professional appraisal fees high enough? Now we're clear. Thanks. <laughs>